Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to my podcast, The Spiritualist. My name is Rebecca, and if this is your first time here, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's focus is on this beautiful new energy of true self-commitment, true self-care, cultivating that self-love and embracing the unknown and i've been really feeling these strong themes of deep inner healing that we've been truly being called to do the past few months and i don't know about you guys but i've been truly feeling this ebb and flow this high and low that we've been going through we've had some very strong very chaotic energies the past few months And it's been like this real definition of high and low. I've just been feeling like there's been some big things happening. And even when we're not fully aware of it, it's almost like this change that's lingering beneath the surface. These deep-seated movements of old foundations, of old ways of being, of really integrating the soul and human experience and i've been finding that being such a huge theme this past year in general of really coming to this greater understanding of ourselves of our purpose of where we really want to go and i really feel like this podcast i really wanted to kind of go into exactly that we've been having these ebbs and flows we've been having this chaotic energy And it's like, how can we make the most of our current time here? And I feel like personally, the past few months for me, as I've mentioned, has been that little bit of that chaotic energy. And there has been some real big time realizations that I've had personally, um, but also these things that have really put life into perspective for me in many large ways and i've been noting noticing this big illumination on soul purpose and really being honest about how i've been feeling about old wounds and pains and things that still have been bothering me beneath the surface and owning those things as well as coming to this um realization of true purpose in life what do i want to be doing how do i want to be doing things what do i want my life to look like outside of work outside of the do outside of the go 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 who am i really even if i just sit by myself and just be for a few minutes can i do that and it's almost like this observatory perspective that I've been achieving the past few months that have really helped me begin to understand what my human experience truly is and what I want to make it. So it's been this beautiful self-discovery the past few months and I really hope a lot of you have been feeling that as well. You've been taking these times of perhaps lows as an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to see who you are, how you're reacting, where you are presently because I've been finding it very um, enlightening (laughs) the past few months for sure. And as we move into cancer season, I'm really hearing for us as a collective, we're going even deeper. We're we're deep diving into our emotion. And when we think of 
the sign Cancer in the zodiacs, that is such a beautiful zodiac sign that's so much about family, so much about the mothering, the fathering aspects of life and this nurturing quality that once more really wants to come to the surface this next while. So I've been really feeling this as well as almost this like slow down once again that's been coming forward so strongly the past few months to help us really integrate this higher learning, this understanding of what it really means to take care of ourselves, what it really means to show up for ourselves and the way we show up for others, and also really deep diving into what we're truly feeling. And instead of running away from it, really embracing our emotional sensitivity. This has been such a theme, especially for me. I've noticed for years, I was always told that I felt too deeply. I thought too much. I Why would I feel the things I felt? I always felt like I was this odd person out that something was wrong with me that I would think as deeply as I did or feel the way I did about certain things and I had so many people in my life for many years that were very surface level and whether they intentionally meant to hurt me with those comments or not it's what took place and it always made me feel like my emotions were too much, that I was too much and I needed to tone down, that I needed to hide how I felt, that I needed to, if we use that analogy of the crab that, that symbolizes that cancer zodiac, it's like hiding within the shell, not wanting to show the softness that's truly inside. So very similarly, that was kind of how I lived my life for many, many years. And it's been coming to this place of learning now, okay, I am safe, I'm in a new environment, I'm with new people, I'm making new connections, and I'm in this place in my journey that I'm actually safe. And a lot of us have been coming to this realization the past while that you know, through our former experiences, even past lives I've been noticing, we weren't safe. We were not safe to truly be who we were or who we are. And it's almost this unlearning of self-preservation, of self-sufficiency, of self-protection that we're really trying to undo this program that keeps wanting to come forward and keep us in that shell. Because now we're living in a time where a lot of us now as we're stepping into soul purpose and as we're stepping into our true authenticity, we're beginning to peel away these layers, these walls that we've put up around ourselves in protection so we can truly shine our light, so we can truly begin to be seen. And that is what I'm seeing come forward even more the next few months, this strong focus on self-nurturing, allowing ourselves to feel that safety, that it's okay to feel, it's okay to embrace how you feel and to be vulnerable. 
And I'm really hearing this very strongly for us the next while that let down those walls. It's safe now for us to be who we are, loud and proud. And I'm just loving this theme so much this next while because it's something that I feel a lot of us can identify with in the sense of not being able to do that not being able to be in a room full of people we don't know and not feel uncomfortable like that's something that maybe we've never felt before maybe we've never been able to truly just be ourselves without editing ourselves in any way and the past few months i personally have been truly trying to unlearn that pattern of self-protection because i'm realizing the people that are in my life now, the people that I allow in my life now and genuinely want to connect with, those are connections that are safe for me. Those are people I need to start being more vulnerable with and opening up with because I was noticing myself retract, you know, and especially when it came to meeting new people, I would love to be in that role of let me make you completely comfortable let me um you know do all the talking in the sense of like or all the listening rather and you know being that kind of hostess role where i realized when it came to myself i wasn't sharing i wasn't opening up i wasn't being vulnerable and it's almost this revelation of now it's time so the next little while don't be surprised if you are pushed a little bit more by your guides by the universe by the collective energies to get out of your comfort zone and that's what i'm really hearing the next little while is we are going to be uncomfortable because literally a lot of us don't know how to take care of ourselves to really nurture ourselves to really allow ourselves to be seen or be vulnerable we might not have any clue how to do that because we've spent our whole lives hiding we've spent our whole lives building up this force field of protection these barriers around the heart and that can feel very odd when we start taking them down and as a collective that is what the energies are really bringing forth is this bringing down the shields it's safe you know and so when we start coming out of our shell like this crab analogy when we start showing who we are how we truly are soft beneath the surface how we do have these emotions who we truly are as a person it can feel scary because it's venturing into completely unknown territory so a lot of us are just not used to it <laughs> but the beauty of this is that this next few months especially this cancer season we're going to be deeper diving into those emotions so don't be surprised if the next little while we start going through that we start peeling the onion we start really getting truthful and honest we might have things that trigger us the next little while that go, hey, you actually feel this way and it's time to stop denying it. It's time to stop burying it down. And uh, that's really been coming to the fore for me the past while as well. And what has been really interesting is just seeing how, you know, really these collective energies have been 
I hate saying the word force, but sort of like been forcing us to really go in, to really go inward. And I feel like a lot of that forward movement was being stalled in a way because a lot of us were like, yay, you know, manifesting, let's do it. And we're doing that, but it's in a completely new direction in the sense of a deeper, more emotional manifestation, um, a deeper, more spiritual um forward movement so a lot of us um especially the clients that i've been working with especially even myself it's just almost seemed like externally in the 3d world nothing's happening it feels like nothing's happening it feels like we're being halted maybe we're not reaching our physical goals or you know those 3d goals that we might have had in the past but what we're really being called to do is stop and to analyze what progress we are making on that spiritual level, on that deeper, more emotional level. Perhaps we've really excelled. Perhaps we've really gone far in those areas because of this slowdown. And I feel like some of us have had a bit of this situational depression because it feels like we're stuck. It feels like we're needing to be in this energy of analysis and i've been feeling that way big time the past few months where i'm like wow i just feel like i don't want to do anything i feel like i'm tired i feel like and it was so unusual for me because i'm typically a very energetic person most of the time um you know i have my moments i'm definitely introverted but that being said it was just an unusual tiredness that was coming over me the past few months that was requiring me to really just meditate do myself reiki go into healing what am i needing to look at emotionally what emotions have i not faced and been honest about and i'll be honest there was a very large time block of time where i was just like you know what i I'm depressed, like I don't wanna do anything. I have no motivation. I feel like I'm stuck in these old emotions that I just can't get rid of. Like I wanted to bypass them. I wanted to run away from them. I was trying to do things, but I kept feeling like I was being halted because I needed to be in that space of uncomfortability, of facing what emotionally I was truly feeling. And for me, it was a lot surrounding family. It was a lot around not being able to truly be safe, to truly be vulnerable with who I was in a lot of ways growing up. And I started realizing how I was scared. There was still this little girl in me that was very scared to open up with people that wanted to retract as we've kind of been discussing. And so I've been doing a lot of healing work with that as well as my relationship with money, with finances, with where I was holding inner resentments with things, where it held programs that were holding me back from the true abundance I deserve. And there were so many deep-seated truths that came forward from that introspective time. And I really just had to stop fighting it. And that's what I'm really hearing. It's like letting go of the struggle, letting go of the fighting. Because I also was getting to this point of frustration because as much as I was trying to make forward movement, 
somewhat in that 3D way as well, it just seemed like nothing was working. Nothing was coming to fruition and I was working at it and working at it and going and going and striving and striving. And once again, I needed to be reminded of what my human experience was and did I wanna keep being in the struggle? And I had this illumination where it was like, no, like I had this past life that I ended up being shown where I was very poor. I was this young boy who had to fend on the streets. I was an orphan. I had my little brother to take care of. And all these emotions that I felt in that regression were so intense and resonated with me so deeply because that was how I felt. I constantly felt like I was fighting against the world. I was fighting against the universe to just get by. And it always kind of seemed like that story would come up again and again in my life. And it was frustrating. It was like, well, when am I going to ever be able to be where I want to be? Where, when am I going to be able to achieve my goals? And I kept getting that frustration because it felt like I was on the hamster wheel running and running and running, but not actually going anywhere. And I was running out of steam. I was running out of patience. And as much as my guides and as much as I would hear the message, like good things are coming, keep going. I almost found that even more infuriating because I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm doing all this work and for what? <laughs> like if I'm being 100% real with you, that humanness was coming in to that floor where it was just like, I'm so tired of trying to struggle and go and push and do. It's like, when am I gonna be able to just be? And I started realizing that was exactly what the universe was advocating for, for me to, to stop, to get to a point where I would just say, screw it, I'm done and stop struggling, stop trying to control life and have specific outcomes to life. And it was almost like this realization that hit me. And I'll be honest, there was parts that were not fun to go through because I had to have certain dreams revisited where it was like, I really wanted this specific dream. And I realized it wasn't coming and it wasn't coming for a reason. It wasn't going to come to fruition at this time. And I had to come to an acceptance. I had to come to this place of like, okay, Maybe there's a reason why I'm feeling like I need to fight for this. Maybe there's a reason why I'm being stalled. And having this realization of going, oh, okay, maybe I do need to let go. Maybe I do need to just flow. Maybe what I've been dreaming isn't actually what's for my highest good. And coming to this grief because I feel like some of us have to come to that point where we might have had a certain dream, a certain outlook of what we wanted life to be. And perhaps that's not what's happening for us right now. And it's almost this acceptance that needs to come in in this grieving process of those dreams. Because in a sense, in a human way, they're lost. And so coming to that point of realization of like, okay, 
maybe this isn't what's going to happen for me. And I had to grieve it. I had to mourn the loss of that dream that I'd had for many years. And I realized that higher perspective, once again, all is well, something better is coming, that's okay, but also honoring those human emotions, how I actually felt about it. And once again, I tried to fight it. I tried to run away from those emotions and go, okay, let's keep as busy as possible and work even more so I don't have to face how I feel. And I feel like so many of us can relate with that where it's, we just, we were trained to run away from those emotions. We're trained to not want to go into grief until we're forced to. And it's almost this element of like, really getting honest and truthful and really embracing the storm because sometimes there is a storm that's raging within us and unless we let it out it's just going to keep harboring the wind's going to keep blowing and that's exactly what i've been feeling for us as a collective it's like face those emotions get honest if you're sad about something you're sad and that's okay. And once again, this combination of the soul and human experience, we can have that soul perspective. We can have that higher perspective, but it's also coming to this knowledge of I'm also a human being and it's okay for me to want the things I want. It's okay for me to be sad about not having what I want right now or, or life turning out different than I thought. And it's almost this feeling of, of grief that we need to grieve those old dreams. We need to grieve the former versions of self. And I'm seeing this really come to a head this next few weeks where we're being called to embrace that. What grief do you need to feel? What do you need to accept and let go still? What is still trying to get your attention to release? And that's what I'm really kind of feeling the next few weeks is very much this releasing of shadow of this depression that's kind of clung to us for perhaps many years. And I'm hearing like for a lot of us, this could be stuff from literal years ago that we never properly processed but we're being called to go and get in touch with it now and what i kept hearing for this podcast was like becoming your own safety blanket having a safety blanket for yourself so when you're that little kid and you have your favorite blanket it's like you don't feel complete without it you need that specific blanket you need that comfort and that is what I'm hearing we really need this next few weeks, where it's what is your safety blanket? Who is your safety blanket? And how can you become your own safety blanket or provide that blanket for yourself? And there's this beautiful understanding or new understanding of self-sufficiency where we're no longer going into this element of strive and struggle and go, and I'm independent, I don't need anybody, to a point where it's like, okay, what do I need right now and how can I give that to myself? Do I need to ask for help? Do I actually need other people to comfort me right now or be there for me right now? And how can that be okay for me? 
without feeling weak and recognizing that that's a strength? How can I rely even more on the universe right now? How can I let go to flow? How can I show up for me the way I need to be shown up for? And it's almost this element of recognizing when we are searching once more externally outside of self. Well, I need this from this person or I desire to have this um, specific outcome because I need to feel like this. And so we're being called to really go into why. Why is it that specific thing that you're dreaming of? Why is it that specific emotion that you want to feel? And it's like, when we have that awareness of what we're even dreaming about or desiring, it's because our inner child needs it. It's because deep down, that's what we actually need. And I do this exercise a lot with my clients where it's like, okay, let's go there. If you were to help the world in one way, what would that be? You know, so for me, it's like, well, I would absolutely love to bring unconditional love and acceptance to people. I want to be able to help illuminate truth for people, to help them see themselves the way I see them. So if that's the case, perhaps that's exactly what I need. Perhaps I'm the one who needs unconditional love. Perhaps I'm the one who needs to accept myself. Perhaps I'm the one who needs to illuminate truth in my own life. And it's almost like replacing what you want to do for others and going, that's what I need to do for myself. That's what I need to give to myself. And it's very eye-opening when we start realizing that all along, our soul's been trying to communicate with us with that purpose. Our purpose genuinely is to be ourselves because naturally when we give that to ourselves when we love ourselves we are better able to love others and it's this beautiful um full circle epiphany that occurs when we start doing those actions and i know that i talk a lot about self-care a lot about self-love but that is really coming through in this next few weeks for us in this Cancerian energy. We're being called to rise up and be that loving parent for ourselves. Stand up for ourselves the way we needed to be stood up for. And it's almost this complete transformation that's happening inwardly. So I'm really hearing the next little while we may not see the physical tangible results we've been trained to look for but it's going beneath the surface it's going deep we're going into the water signs here so the water signs so much emotion going into the depth of the ocean the waters to really start seeing what is actually transforming and occurring on that deeper level and i bet you anything when you start going into those emotions you are going to be amazed at how much progress we as a collective have been making the past while. It's unreal. And so we've been really starting to see this new chapter coming through because we're going into this year of Aquarius where Aquarius is known to be the rebel. Aquarius is known to do everything completely differently than anybody else. And that's what I'm feeling this whole chapter is coming forward this new world that we're building together as a collective it's bringing this awareness of nurturing of 
actually loving ourselves because even just a few generations ago we didn't know how to do that we're still learning and it was so funny i had this epiphany a couple months ago i was i had a few clients in a row that all had issues with their mothers or mother-in-laws and all of a sudden i had this thought that came into my head i thought oh my goodness like there was so much drama, there was so much chaos with these mother figures. And I kept thinking to myself, wow, like they're acting like kids. And all of a sudden there was this awareness that came like these older women literally emotionally were acting like children, like having a temper tantrum. And I was thinking about it and I thought, wow, that's how much awareness was there in their lifetimes about emotional and mental health there was no awareness there was nobody talked about those things you know and now we're we're getting this awareness we're moving into this new chapter of a whole new world you could say where it's like we're becoming aware now it's once again that word safety is coming through so we're becoming aware of the safety that's accessible to us in this place in history emotionally where we're starting to understand that how we feel is okay and it was so interesting because i started looking at these older generations and going wow they still don't know how to properly like mindfully express their emotions they're still within that baby stage because nobody taught them nobody told them how to go about it they didn't know how to go about it and it was just so interesting this thought that came in and I thought wow what an interesting way of looking at it but it just showed me how much we as a collective have grown even in that time length and we're becoming to bring this awareness to the preciousness of human life and I really want to go into this theme because this awareness has been really coming through to me um, the past few months where I've had this awakening to that. Like we are all a soul, yes, but we're having a human experience. And what does that really mean? What do I want to do with this precious time that I have in this incarnation? And it's almost this awareness has really come through to me of the preciousness of life. It really is precious. And it's almost this understanding of what do I wanna to bring to the world? What do I wanna say? How can I help the world? What, what am I here to do? What's my purpose? And I also feel like a lot of us have been really diving deeper into that. We've been becoming aware as we listen to our souls, as we listen to the emotions we feel, this awareness really comes through. And starting to look once again at our emotions as really our intuition. And this is something I've really started to understand is our intuition works through our emotions. 
So if we're ignoring them, then we're not listening to the guidance we're receiving from our higher selves or actually from our guides. We're running away from it. We're not listening or respecting that beautiful advice that's coming through intuitively every time we feel. And it's so true because you think of that expression, oh, my gut said this, this, and this. Oh, I had to listen to my gut feeling. It's a feeling. Our intuition truly is through feeling. So are you feeling your emotions? Are you listening? And when we do that, we can have the fullest life experience because we're able to navigate human life much easier when we listen to that inner guidance, that inner compass. And when we embrace that, it helps us move us closer to our life purpose as well in a quicker, at a faster rate, in all honesty. If we listen, then we can get the guidance we need every single day. And I feel like I need to tell so many of you that you can do this. There is such a misconception that only certain people have intuitive ability that only certain people who have you know gypsy in their blood or you know witches in their background that they're the only ones but that is simply not true all of us have inherently that connection to the divine it is not something that you are separate from you are not an exception Every single one of us has an intuitive ability and it's simply becoming open to it. And you can start opening up those spiritual abilities simply by listening. So are you really listening, my friends? Are you learning from your emotions? Are you listening to how you're feeling? How do you feel right now? simple ways you can do this is listening to your body. When you walk into a room full of people, what's the impression you feel? What's the impression you get? How does your stomach feel? How does your body feel energetically? It's like bringing this awareness of coming back into ourselves. You know, we, we tend to build up what intuitive, what being intuitive really means. And it's really just simply acknowledging the ways we're receiving and all of them are valid. The other thing that somewhat irks me is when we think of intuition and when it's shown on TV or TV shows, it's so um, in your face. It's so like, oh, well, there is a ghost <laughs> or oh, there is a spirit and they make it scary or they make it shocking. They make it so in your face and that is so not always the case yes sometimes there's experiences like that but for most of us we are receiving it in much more subtle ways and that doesn't mean it's any less valid it's how you personally receive it and i really just feel like i needed to say that today because i feel like so many of us especially if we're just starting out on our spiritual journey we might feel inadequate. We might feel like we're just not able to do what others can intuitively, and that's so not true. So bring this awareness. Start with how you feel. That is truly the first step 
to trusting yourself, to trusting the messages you're receiving, is releasing those mental blocks that keep you from truly going deeper. So go deep. What are you learning? What are your emotions saying? And how can you begin to take your own advice? When we get these hunches, it's for a reason. Start acting on them. Start listening to them. Even set an intention that for one full day, for one 24-hour period, you will trust every inkling you get and just see what happens. Set that intention. Set it out to your guides that they connect with you, that you're open to receiving their advice and guidance and just see what happens, my friends. If you've been searching for life purpose, put it out there. Let your guides help you through your intuitive ability to get you to where you need to be. So going back to the subject of what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do with this time that is given to me? And it's literally coming to this conclusion of we are the creator of our lives and this empowerment that comes with that. So every time I've really gone into, you know, goals, ambitions, where I want to move forward in, I always seem to get the same response. And it's like, well, what do you want? (laughs) Right? It's like, have you gotten that clarity? Like, what do you actually want? What fulfills you? And not just a temporary fulfillment. What really fulfills you? And it's like making your world literally about you. You. No one else, simply you. Because the ultimate truth is, is once more when we go back to that truth that we are a soul having a human experience, your soul literally came here to be you, not somebody else. They didn't come to live their life for somebody else either. Though you can choose that because we have free will. But that being said, the purpose here on earth that we have is to be ourselves. So it's like, how can we create that world that we want? What do we want it to look like? What do we want to experience? What fulfills you? And a lot of times we feel very selfish when we go into this, especially if you're like a program people pleaser like me, (laughs) where it's like everybody first everybody who needs to be comfortable before me and it's like no maybe this is my time and guess what this year it's your time so my friends collectively each of us is learning this big time who do you want to be who are you what life do you want to live do you want to create for yourself and why aren't you creating it And really being mindful, where are you living for others? Where are you striving? Where are you struggling and toiling when you just need to let go? When you need to literally just let things be. And it's like, how can you once again show up and nurture yourself? How can you go into what lights you up more? What brings you passion? What brings you delight? What brings you purpose? And it's like, come back to those simple necessities. And when I say necessity, that means it's a necessity. Joy, happiness, fulfillment, that should be a necessity. 
in your life. That should be top priority. So it's like, take an honest assessment this next few months. Am I actually living the experience I want to live? And if not, it's in your control to change it. Even if you're in a situation where it's less than ideal, how are you looking at it? Is a change of perception needed? Do I need to take a step back? Is there course corrections that I need to make? And it's like this beautiful empowerment that I'm seeing that over the next few months that's going to be occurring for us because we're learning to take the driver's seat and make the changes where we're not happy. And we're beginning to understand, wow, the world literally does revolve around me. And I'm not gonna try to cripple myself to fit into the one mold that society says is acceptable. Instead, I'm gonna make life work for me. I'm no longer gonna work to live. I'm gonna let life work for me. And I'm just gonna live life on my terms. And it's like, even when you say that, it's like, wow, that is powerful. It's very powerful. And I guarantee you, if your best friend said that to you, you'd be like, yeah, you go, girl, you go. That's amazing. I'm 100% here for it. But when you say it, you're like, oh my gosh, I sound selfish. I shouldn't be able to do this. And it's like, see where we've made ourselves again an exception. So practice the next little while, my friends, owning your power. Get comfortable. Where are you creating an exception for yourself? where there needs to be oneness, where there needs to be harmony and unity. So I've talked about this a lot, like where have you had a bias towards yourself? And we come into this theme of worthiness the next while, this real cultivation of seeing our value, seeing our worth, and it's, really bringing this illumination, this truth to light of how we've actually, once again, been feeling, how we've been treating ourselves, where our mind has been the boss over our heart, and where the mind has had toxic patterns and programs that really have been poisoning us, not nurturing us, not fulfilling us, not giving us the necessities we need. And it's going into this element of no longer denying oneself. And I feel like this is something that a lot of us need to come to grips with, where it's like, okay, I can understand this world has taught me I need to sacrifice. I need to not be happy to achieve the life I want. And only when I'm 65 and retired do I get to enjoy it. And we're starting to see how wrong that is. We're starting to see we no longer need to wait. Because I don't know about you, but I was getting impatient. I was like, I literally have to work 30, 40 more years before I get to take a break. Like, before I get to take that vacation that I want, before I get to be able to be joyful in my life. And it's like, no, that just doesn't resonate. And it's because we're having these awakenings where we're really starting to see how every human being has been programmed to believe a certain set of beliefs. 
And we're beginning to awaken out of that and go, no, I can live life on my terms. I can empower myself. I can give myself the feelings of love, abundance, happiness, joy right now, even if it doesn't look the way the American dream has portrayed it needs to look. And it's once again, this let go of the old to welcome in the new, this release of the shadow aspects, this release of old programs and old self and becoming that true safety blanket for ourselves, that support system. So no matter what, we are going to be supported because we're supporting us. We're calling in that support. We're not afraid to ask for help and trust the, um, the intuitive hunches that we're getting to act, to move forward, to love ourselves. And this energy of no longer waiting on others or external circumstance to create the life you want, to claim who you are. Because that's another thing I've been really pondering the past while. It's like, wow, why do I feel like I need to have this validation to just claim who I am? You know, so many of us, without realizing, we become codependent on people, on our jobs, or even helping other people so we can feel good about ourselves. And it's like bringing this awareness now of where we need to understand that we don't have to have that to be who we are, to validate what we do. We can give ourselves that we can claim who we are now and it's safe to do so in fact that is what we're being encouraged to do and understanding where we've been dissatisfied you know there's been definitely moments of that the past few months for me where it's just like wow i really don't like this i'm discontent i'm restless i want to be doing something i want to change something and it's coming to this appreciation, of course, this gratitude of what we have, but also going to this energy of when are you going to just make the change? And I really see us going into those next steps as we understand the nurturing and as we understand being present and truly cultivating that. I see these next steps being birthed from that experience. So as we cultivate self-love, as we are able to pause and really just become content, we start looking at where that dissatisfaction is really coming from, where we've been settling, where we've been not able to fully be ourselves and shortcutting ourselves. And we make those changes. We take that divinely guided action. And once again, it's just very empowering the next few weeks or months even I'm feeling. And it is exciting. I feel this giddiness about it like, wow, I get to live life for me? Like literally just for me? <laughs> and it's freeing. It's like, wow, I'm going to release all those stories, all of those attachments I've had to people, places, and circumstances that have made me dependent. And it's like, no, 
I'm going to rely on the universe. I'm going to rely on myself. I'm going to allow the ebb and flow in life to happen without needing to control or force or strive. And I can release now that element of struggle so I can just be free. So I can be free to be me. And this can occur no matter what circumstance you're in, my friends. Because I hear a lot of us are like, well, that's great, but I'm in this really crappy circumstance or I'm at this dead-end job and I, I'm stuck right now. I can't afford to do this or that. And you know, we all have those complicated stories which are very valid. But it's this empowerment in the sense of freeing the heart and freeing the mind and recognizing where we have more power in these scenarios, even if it just means a shift in perception. So they're really wanting me to bring up gratitude here. So where can I be thankful? Where can I be more grateful? And what blessings already exist, perhaps in disguise, about this circumstance, about this issue? And I really see a lot of us specifically, they keep showing me mother figures. So I feel like the next few months, we might be really deep diving into mother wound healing, into our relationships with other women um, but specifically the divine feminine energy we're really being called to heal and work with this next few months and i really feel with that it's like this energy of once again claiming that nurturing claiming that divine feminine and no matter what giving ourselves that energy we can be the mother and seeing our parents in a new way i'm really seeing that come through for a lot of us this theme of family which makes sense because of cancer um that zodiac sign is so much about that and i'm really seeing us heal these bonds the next few months and it's almost this recognition of acceptance of how life was but how it is now and how we have that power to create the family we truly need to create a new perception based on what we know now you know a lot of our former hurts a lot of our former experiences it really helps when we start getting that bigger picture of people acting from what they know from what they've experienced, from their wounds, seeing that they're human too, and recognizing our parents are those people as well. They're human beings. They're not perfect. They're not going to be able to love you in every single way that you were needing to be loved. And it's like this acceptance that comes in of self because we begin to liberate ourselves from that story that we needed everything just like this and we free ourselves from that dare I say it but victim mentality because we all have that story that we weren't provided for in the way we needed to be we weren't loved and nurtured the way we needed to be even in past relationships not just parents but in general and it's like okay but now I can do that I can take responsibility. I can change my perceptions. I can start looking at the past in a way that frees me, 
that empowers me, that no longer makes me feel hurt or in this place of sadness and grief because I let those things go. I allow myself to feel those feelings, to validate them, but then choose different and move forward. And it's this empowerment once more that I'm really seeing come forward. And this commitment, this recommitment to who you are now because we've all evolved. We have all evolved, especially over the past two, three years. I don't think there's one person that has not been able to change or have change affect them in some way over the past few years. And it's like rebuilding that foundation now where it's like, okay, I literally, a lot of us literally had our worlds turned upside down and it's now this rebuilding that's taking place. What do I want to build now? Who am I now? How can I commit to this new way of living that I want to create? And it's beautiful. And with this commitment, it's no longer am I going to run away from what I know is true. I'm no longer going to run away from these emotions I feel. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to take action on them. I'm going to be able to fully fulfill myself and my needs. And it's this recommitment to your path, to your soul journey, and really taking charge And I've really been feeling that myself in that way where it's like, okay, I know I want this type of life. I know that I want to be this person that I've been called to be. And it's like taking those action steps and formulating a plan to suit. So how can I get there? How can I start implementing these changes, this self-improvement, this awareness, because I know the more action that I put behind my needs, my desires, what fulfills me, the more I'm able to help other people in this world, the more I'm able to help heal myself and those around me. And once again, becoming aware of the oneness aspect of life. It is not selfish to put you first, my friends. So how can you begin to put you first? Some real beautiful thoughts to ponder. So all in all, I really feel like the next while we're really being called to rise out of those old patterns, rise out of the old dense energies that cause us pain, that cause us those feelings of needing to retract from the world and we're being called to rise into our personal power to co-create with the universe to really begin to see life as working for us not against us to let go of those resentments and frustrations and once again i'm not saying bypass them feel them And then allow yourself to move forward and really become conscious of what you're wanting to choose now. And overall, that's what I'm really feeling for this next while, this beautiful energy of learning to love ourselves, learning to nurture, learning to have compassion for everything we've been through and coming to this beautiful integration of soul purpose and current life 
fulfillment and integration of that. It's just totally beautiful. And I'm feeling like this next year, especially, we're moving into profound change. And it's learning this vital lesson of true taking care of ourselves, like real truth in that. So my friends, if you haven't been doing this, if you've been having a hard time, make a dedication to yourself, commit to your journey, commit to what lights you up. Because when we make those choices from our intuition, from our heart and soul self, we really begin to move forward in that right direction. You cannot make a mistake when you were listening to those inclinations. You're having them for a purpose and we can trust the universe is orchestrating things always for our highest and greatest good. So I'm really hearing, take a divinely guided chance. Allow yourself to take those action steps and create the life you want to live. You know, if we're not living the way we want to live, then really what's the point? <laughs> so it's like, make those course corrections. Realize that life is precious, my friends, and make those little course corrections as needed. So my friends, that's everything I have for you guys on this podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard um, and let me know. I love hearing from you guys. I love absolutely connecting with you and knowing that this reaches you or touches your heart. Please let me know what resonates for you. I, I do love hearing from you. Also, some new changes that I'm implementing the next little while that I would love to make you guys aware of is I'm now offering some beautiful Reiki trainings that are going to be also with guidance sessions. So these beautiful new offerings that I am bringing to the fore really feel much more in alignment with who I am now and what I'm really wanting to offer. So going into that, I've really been illuminating this area of my life where I'm learning, I really want to be that teacher. I really want to help people in that personal way, not just in a collective way, but personally, each of you as individuals. And I've been really thinking of how I can do a course that really can help resonate with each of you when you take your Reiki training with me. And Reiki training specifically is very near and dear to my heart because that is truly what opened me up in the beginning and really helped me develop spiritually. It, it was that for me. And I'm not saying that's gonna be everybody's experience, but it was a game changer for myself. And that's why when I've been thinking about how I'm wanting to teach it, what has been vital for me and what I've really come forward in seeing with my own students thus far is we need support. We need guidance. And it doesn't hurt to have that extra support and help. So what I've formulated now is these beautiful Reiki packages where when you take your Reiki training, whether it's level one, level two, or masters, you will actually be getting guided sessions with it. So I've prepared three 
sessions that will be specially tailored to you that we will go through together at the end of your training. And these sessions will be booked when appropriate, usually one a month after your training, where you then will be able to have full support of me. We'll be able to do a deep healing session with channeling, oracle cards, as well as Reiki for yourself to help you through this transitional time in your life. Because like I said, Reiki does change things for you. It opens things up. So as you are opening these spiritual gifts and as you're beginning your Reiki journey to more spiritual fulfillment, you will have my full support and you'll be able to receive that healing and extra energy as you need it as well. So I have formulated these courses with that intent to give each of you this personalized experience um, as well as to be able to have the extra mentorship, the extra time to go through course material if needed. So you are feeling fully confident as you move forward in this new practice, whether it's for yourself or for others. So that is a new offering that I have now implemented that you can book online if that calls to you. Secondly, I'm now offering a six-month soul journey. This is a beautiful opportunity for those of you who want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, where we will go deep into your personal soul self. What do you need to know? Where are you wanting to go? If you're wanting to develop your spiritual gifts, help yourself heal more at a deeper level with that support and guidance every single step of the way. So if any of those things call to you, that is a sample of what you would be receiving in these beautiful sessions that we would be doing together um, every single month. And I love offering this as a six month package because it really gives us that time to go deep. What are you needing help with? How can we help accelerate your healing? How can we really transform your life in the way that you want? And it's this beautiful offering that I've been really called to bring to the table for all of you because when I start recalling my own personal and spiritual journey, that was so essential for me. I needed that support. I needed to be able to have somebody to talk to. And oftentimes I didn't have that. And so I've been really called to help a lot of you wherever you are in your journey, whether it's just beginning, whether you're already very experienced, whatever help you guys need, I will be personalizing this journey to your needs to help you have that guidance, to help you have that support. And that's really my biggest um, ambition with all of my offerings, with all of my sessions, is that you leave feeling supported. You leave feeling that love from not only myself, but from your personal guides and helping you get that greater connection yourself. Because I am a true believer that each of us has this amazing inherent ability to connect, just like I was stating earlier on in this podcast. And that's exactly what I want to help each of you develop and really cultivate in your daily life so you can do this on your own. So if this calls, please let me know. Once more, I will leave all my contact details below 
if you have questions, reach out. If you'd like to go ahead and book a course, you can do so on my website under the book with me tab. So that concludes all my new offerings and my little tweaks and changes. Um, thank you so much for listening. My beautiful friends, I'm sending you all the love in the world. Please keep looking after yourselves through this up and down time, these crazy energies, these higher emotional, sensitive times. Please look after yourselves and I'm here for you if you need. Much love, my friends. Bye.